Welcome everyone. Let's give everyone a big wave as we welcome everyone into the new year. What I thought we would do, uh, obviously, we've all got one thing in common, and that is we're all starting afresh and we're starting a new in the new year. And what a good energy opportunity we have to just go within and sort of restructure you know, ourselves, given the lessons that we've learned from, you know, from 2023 and moving into 2024, like how can we feel more confident, more on purpose, more clear? I think many, many people, when they're looking to design their design their life to, to move forward from a place of, okay, this is going to be my best year yet, it can it can cause a lot of, it can cause a little bit of confusion within people, right? It can cause a little bit of hesitation. Uh, when we think about planning, when we think about organizing, you know, it can, it can, it can trigger a few people um, to feel overwhelmed, to feel like I've set goals in the past. I've looked to try to organize my calendar in the past. I've looked to really master my time and it hasn't come together in the past. Why would it happen now? Anyone in that boat? I know definitely with me, a lot of times I can feel that way. Um, and so I really want to address um, a few things internally and externally that are going to help you feel um, more on purpose, more clear, so that you can use your time more wisely, use your energy more wisely, and channel that towards what you're here to give. You know, obviously we're looking to grow our businesses. We're looking to serve in bigger ways. We're looking to achieve our business outcomes in, in um, more empowering ways. And I think as entrepreneurs, we need to really master our time. If you master your time, you master your energy, you master your resourcefulness, then there's really not, there's really not a whole lot you can't achieve. And if you're looking to grow your business, if you're looking to do what you love full time, if you're looking to really make an impact, then they're the areas that matter most, right? Your own energy, how you leverage your time, how you use your time. And then also like the mental emotional state you come from. So I've got some slides. I went through a, a group group coaching, um, a group coaching presentation yesterday for my clients, or just a handful of my clients to really um, understand the basics of what I do to organize my day, my month, my year, my life. Because I found this to be very powerful. I found this to help me whenever I start my day, I'm not questioning what I need to do, how I need to do it, why am I doing it? Everything's in one place. Everything uh, is in front of me that I can review that matters to me. And I want to give you guys the very basics of how to do that as well um, so you can start the new year in an impairing way. Who's aligned for that? Anyone? We all, we all on the same page. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share a few slides and I'm just going to go through some of the things I went through with my clients yesterday. Um, and we're going to run through just a few questions to start off with. And if we can do that, I think uh, you'll have some insights. So you guys can see my screen, yes? Designing Your Life is a module I created in my online, uh, online program. And this is also the slides that I've sort of modified a little bit um, for us today. But we're gonna go through things pretty quickly. So if you guys have pen and paper, if you all have pen and paper, um, we're going to go through things pretty quickly. So this is what everyone's wanting. You know, you want to be more productive. You want to do more without sacrificing anything. And people are asking this question of how do I reach my business outcomes while feeling great doing it? You don't want to get to the end of the year achieving your 
achieving your goal. And I'm like, I just want to achieve my goal, even if I'm burnt out and ill and frustrated. You know, no one wants to do that. And what we're shifting away from is a freaking to-do list. We don't want to focus on a to-do list and become a, a task ticker where we just tick the task and we're like, cool. It triggers this thing in my brain that says we've done something important, but really we want to provide more passion. We want to provide more meaning, right? And, and a strong connected why of, of the reasons why we do things. This is why I think a lot of people are getting it wrong. And a lot of people are just ticking things off the, off the list, um, putting things on their calendar that aren't very meaningful and it's leading them downhill, right? Anyone else been there? where you're more of a, a human doing rather than a human being. I know I have. So many people, as I just described, have a very big hesitation with all of this. They're like, I don't want to schedule. I don't want to plan. I don't want to be put in a box. I don't want to be, I don't want to be, you know, bogged down in, in too many different things. I like being free. I'm just a free spirit and a million other different things. Right. But what I've learned is that we all have a masculine and a feminine. And it is true if you're overdeveloped in your masculine, then that's when you run into issues. But do we all know of the, uh, the study they did with chil children in the playground, that if they don't have a gate, they all just stick to the middle and all just stick to the, uh, you know, the slide and the swings and everything like that. They all, they feel restricted. But as soon as you put a border around the, around the playground, they go to all the different kinds of borders, right? They play within the whole thing. And that's also what happens with us. We have more freedom when we have empowering guidelines, when we have an empowering space. We feel we can feel more free. Your feminine can flow within a container that's set by your divine masculine. If you want to be free and you're like, I don't, I don't put myself in these sort of boundaries, things start breaking down, right? We want to use both masculine and divine feminine, right? Is it true you can schedule free time? If that's the case, that's your masculine allowing your feminine to flow, right? I don't want to go too much into this, but I just wanted to debunk a few things regarding I don't like planning it's not in my highest when really it can be you may just have some stories around it this is what we're on about designing your life more consciously right now you're starting the new year with a conscious intent right very conscious intent you're like I want this year to be different how do you want it to be different? How do you want it to be more fun? You want more time. You want more freedom. You want more purposeful results. That's what we're here for. That's what we're going to run through. In order to do that, I want you to come up with a couple of things right now. I want you to come up with one internal story, internal uh, resistance, fear, hesitation that you have around consciously planning, planning, scheduling, whatever it might be. Do you have some fears, some hesitations, some doubts, some concerns around it? I want you to pay attention to that story. I want you to pay attention and, and notice that story. Instead of believing that it's true, I want you to just observe it and hold space for it. Know there's a side of you that's hesitating, that has fear around doing this. And then just get a general sense of what are you currently doing? What does your current calendar currently look like? Do you have an online calendar? Are you organized? Are you structured in a, in a way that's empowering? Where are you right now? So just write down one story, 
one fear that may be holding you back around planning and organizing and two just get an overall sense an overall feeling of where you're at right now this allows us to get a baseline of where you're at to be understand, we got to understand where we're at for knowing where we're moving to make sense do we have any questions so far? Any questions so far? Excited to move forward? Okay. So this is how we gain clarity. I want you to look at this and think about, oh my God, this is generally your to-do list. All the things you need to get done in all different areas. And anyone who needs to polish their Ferrari every week, I put that in there for you as well. But here's the thing. We've got a lot of different areas of life that matter to us. Family, friends, health, personal development, spiritual development, finances, business, clients. There's a lot of different things that matter to you. So when you have a list like this, you're like, what do I do first? Right? Do I look after my pet? Do I need to message my VA? Do I need to do my content? Right? Do I need to go for a walk? What do I do? This is why people feel overwhelmed and confused because they don't have a way to organize what goes on in their mind of all the things they need to do. Anyone been there? I know I've been here just looking at this list and like, I've got to call my mum. I'm going to go for a walk. I've got to do my, my workout. I need to make sure I'm hydrated throughout the day. You know, I've got to get on my client calls later on, do their follow-up emails. I've got to organize the things for the collaborative call. To, and, and it's just like, where do I begin? Well, I really asked the question of what matters most to me? What matters most to me? This is what I think will be the biggest insight or the biggest area of clarity for you moving forward if you haven't done this already. And that is to get clear on what are those areas of importance for you so that moving forward, you're living your life based on what's consciously important. You're consciously deciding what you want to focus on. So what we're going to do right now, just to start off slowly, I want you to write down two professional and two personal areas of importance. So I've written down five for each here, but I want you to just do two. I did this with my clients yesterday and it was pretty simple, pretty simple for them just to be introduced to this. Because if you haven't done this already, we just slowly work our way into it. So there are things in your personal life that are important to you. What's most important? Your health, your family, you're having fun with different hobbies. You might have a partner. You might have spiritual development, personal development, right? These are just examples. But what matters to you in life on your personal side, away from professional? What are two areas, two areas of importance for you? Do you think, hey, for, for 2024, this is what matters to me? From my heartfelt passion in life, this is what matters to me. For at the end of my life, if I focus, if I knew I was focusing on these areas, I would not regret it for a second. Just two areas. Do we have those? Show of hands, who has those? Cool. Let's type those in the chat. Type your two areas of importance in the chat. Let's see what, let's see what comes up for people. Might be your relationships. For me, it's relationships and health. Top priorities um, for my personal. Health first, health health and family, beautiful. 
What else do we got? Who here has health? Seems like everyone's got health. Health and marriage. Health, spirituality, cool. Health, friendships. Health, finances, cool. We've all got the same kind of feel, I think. Family, relationships, health. Cool. Now let's choose two professional. Two professional areas of importance. Now I've put my investments and finances down as, as professional because I treat it in that way. Um, but that could also be personal if you if you if you like. Don't go too much into your head to try and get this perfect. But in terms of your professional, like I put down business in terms of working on the business. Working on the business is an area that's important for me. So I sit down and I work on the business with organizing everything, having a vision, right? doing admin stuff. But I focus on my personal development as well in terms of books, podcasts, I read programs I do, you know, coaches I invest in. And I separate my clients because my clients, I feel like that's a different component for me. I'm always sitting down at my desk and thinking, you know, going over my clients, our prior emails and our lists of things and thinking how I can help them further, what resources they need, what I can send them, you know, how we can help them move them forward in a different way. And obviously networking's big, right? For me. What's two areas of your professional life that are important to you that matter most? Obviously your business is going to be one of them. Working on your business. Serving people, content creation, networking. Right? Collaborations could be one of them, organizing those collaborations. Once again, don't get too much into your head. Try and get a perfect. Say, oh my God, is this an area of importance? Let's write something down. And when you've done that, type in the chat. Your business investments, finances, cool business and finances, business clients, personal development. Business and personal development, nice. Beautiful. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. So now you've got two personal, two professional, and you've listed those as things that really matter most to you. That's going to be really important. Because if you don't, this is what your brain does. When you don't understand what's most important to you, your brain gives into fears, immediate pleasures, and other demands. I think we all know what happens when we start a day we don't know what's important to us. We feel confused. We're a little bit lost. What happens? You start doom scrolling on your phone or you get distracted by other things or, or you give in to other people's demands. Other people are like, can you do this? Can you do that? And you're like, oh, yeah, cool. I don't have anything else to do. Or you might go eat. You know, you might try and just pleasure yourself, you know, from food and alcohol or, you know, different distractions, all these different things. Like your mind needs something to focus on. And if you're not focusing on what matters most to you, your brain goes and focuses on something, something else. And that's when we run into certain patterns. That's when we run into patterns that don't serve us. Make sense? But if you wake up every day and you're able to look at a list or look at a document or look at something, a visual reminder that says, this is what matters to me. This is the kind of life I want to live in. These are the things I want to work on. You now get a lot of clarity and now have a lot of empowerment towards how you want to design your day, design your week, month, year, life. We all following?
So three things we're going to do in understanding your outcome, your purpose, and your plan. Every area of importance needs to have these things. It needs to have an outcome or a vision, a purpose and a strong reason why, and then a plan of things that I would need to do to make sure I'm living to that area of importance. So we're going to run through these things one by one. And what we're going to do, you've got two personal, two professional. To do this exercise, I just want you to choose one. I want you to choose one personal and one professional. Okay. I got that. For this exercise here, we're going to run through the three things and you're going to apply that to one personal and one professional area of importance. Is that pretty clear? Do we have any questions? Feel free to raise your virtual hand. I can't see everyone while the screen is being shared. But feel free to raise your virtual hand or unmute yourself. Happy to answer questions along the way. I think this is going to be important. So what's my outcome and result for this area of importance? You've chosen one area of importance for your personal. So question, what's the outcome? What's the outcome? Is it to wake up feeling more vital, feeling more energized, feeling more energy, feeling more clarity? Like for me, for my health, my outcome is to wake up every day feeling energized, feeling clear, feeling on purpose so I can execute my dharma. That's my outcome. What's your outcome for things like your relationships, your, your spirituality, your health? What's your outcome? What's your result? What's that? What's it? What's something that's a little bit more tangible that you know you can live to, you know you can aim towards? Just write down what is that? What's that outcome? What's that result? What's that vision? You might have a thriving, intimate relationship, right? The thriving, intimate relationship that allows you to, to, you know, to grow more into who and what you are, or a relationship that's, that's, you know, fun, adventurous, sexy, and playful. You might have a family, you know, the outcome for your, your family, family life matters most. You know, like I have a family that's deeply connected where we know we're there for one another. So write down an outcome for your personal and then write down an outcome for your business. So you got one area of importance that you're going to choose for your business or for your, for your professional life. Might be your finances, might be your clients, your business. What's that result you're after? So you might have a, a, you know, for your business, your result might be, I have 12 thriving clients that are all thrilled with their results. Or you might have a, an outcome for your finances. It says, hey, I've, I've, this year I've organized my finances and I've structured my financial flow in a way where I know exactly where everything's going.
Anyone need help here? Once you know your outcome, as I say here, everything becomes easier because you can start becoming more outcome driven, more outcome focused. As soon as someone says, hey, do you want to do this thing? You can say, does that help me get my outcome? Like for me, if I want to wake up feeling more energized, if I want to wake up feeling, feeling alive, feeling energized, feeling clear and confident so I can execute my dharma, as soon as my brother asked me, hey, do you want to train for a marathon this year? I'm like, does that help me reach my outcome? Not really. All right. If my outcome was to, you know, run 10 marathons this year, it would be uh, my, my outcome is very different. Therefore, my focus would be very different. My plan is going to be different. And if I just want to, I just want to, I need the energy to execute my dharma, right? In your business, in your professional life, as soon as you're clear on your outcome, you know exactly what to do to become more outcome focused. So if you're time, if you're, you know, time poor, if you're telling yourself that, that story, but if you don't have a lot of time, if you got, you got two hours today to focus on your business, you know, do you want to do you want to spend thirty minutes, an hour, two hours, just creating posts? Do you want to send emails? Do you want to run an event? All depends on your outcome, right? All depends on your outcome. If your outcome involves, you know, more engagement, more leads, more clients. You might want to spend your time getting on more calls with people. Moving on. Once you're clear on your on your vision, that outcome, you need to be clear on your purpose. We all know this. We're all in personal development. What matters most is your why. What matters most is what motivates you to do what you do. So for your area, one area that you've listed, that you've got your outcome for, why is it important? Why is it important? What's the purpose of all this? Why is it a must? Do you want to be the example for those around you? Like I say, for me, for my health, if I don't have the energy, I don't. I can't do what matters most. I can't execute my dharma. I can't give the gift I'm here to give in this world. I can't be very clear when I'm coaching. What's your strong reason why of why you've listed your health, your relationships? your finances, business, networking. Why is it important? Why is it a must for you that this outcome is achieved? Anyone stuck? It's all pretty clear. Actually, Tyson, I am a little stuck on one thing. Cool. Go for it. I don't know how to phrase this, but ultimately I want or need to have a reward for doing the behavior. 
And I've never been run on that before. Mm -hmm. But the idea is, okay, I'm consistently getting out to do the exercise. I'm consistently doing this or whatever it is I set that I want for my health. Mm -hmm. I feel I need a reward. So at some point in time, can we have a call on what are healthy, good rewards? Because when you say, is anybody stuck? That's what I'm stuck on. Okay. How would I reward myself? I don't even know what I want. So, so can I put that a, idea in your percolator for a call in the future if it doesn't fit into this call? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so is this, you mentioned your, you mentioned to get out there and exercise. Um, is that the main, the main behavior you would like to be consistent at is, is being consistent with your exercise and, um, you know, and fitness? Yeah, I, I've fallen off like a few people have in the last few years. I want to be consistent at moving my body minimum of 30 minutes every single day. Mm -hmm. I used to be able to do that many times over in a day. Yeah. Now it's like, eh, I'd rather do this or that or the other thing. Mm -hmm. And I know I'll get greater vitality. I know I will feel better about myself in, on many levels but it's not enough yeah exactly yeah and i don't I, want to reward myself with a, a dessert at the end of the week if i've done it <laughs> it's got to be something more important than that look everyone's different everyone's different i've done many things in in the past where i've committed to something where i'm like if i do it here's what i'm going to reward myself with if i don't do it here's what i need to do so it builds whenever we follow through with something, it's because we've got enough leverage to do so, right? Um, whenever we don't do something and whenever we do something, it's because we have enough leverage either way, right? When I say leverage, I mean internal motivation, internal, uh, you know, it's sort of like an internal force, which is why it seems like your why is not big enough, Right? You can increase your why by adding rewards. That's true. Um, what we're looking for here is a why that's going to bring out a side of you that will always follow through. We might be able to work on that in terms of state management, and these sort of things. Like, you know, there's there's no way your, you know, inner princess warrior won't follow through on something physical, you know, and we all have that. We all have that determination, that internal motivation, you know, the side of us that will always follow through. We all have that. How we consistently um, fall upon that side of us is a different question. Um, I would start here, Denise, and, and start here with, with really exploring a why that pulls you, right? A why that really gets get you off 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 your chair and moving um if you start with that you can start adding other other things you can find ways to you can find ways to amplify that leverage but the leverage needs to come within right how i know that is because the resistance comes within and your resistance will always win if you don't have a, a if you don't have that strong internal calling and it won't be consistent anyway, right? Um, you know, external external results or external rewards I find can be quite fleeting because you're not driving yourself from within. Um, but we can start here, start exploring your why, write down a why and then say, why is that important? Right? Okay, well, why is that important? Why is that a must? I understand that. That's a good idea. Because you, you've got it. I don't have a big enough why that's impelling me to do it, even when it's raining or whatever. Yeah. You know, other areas of my life, it's non-negotiable. I do it. I just do it because it's really important. Yeah. The exercise is not yet really important, and I want to do it before it becomes essential. Exactly. So looking at the why and why and why underneath the why, that yeah. will be helpful. Thank you very much. Yeah. Explore that, see what you come up with. Maybe even send me a message after this and see what you can come up with.
And yeah, in future calls, I'd be happy to dive into this of how to put yourself into more, you know, more states of resourcefulness, more leverage to make sure you have the consistency to follow through. I'd be happy to do that. Awesome. Thanks, Denise. Any other questions? Questions, questions, questions. We're all good? Okay. So once you have a strong why, once you have a compelling why, once you have something that's going to pull you forward, where you know this is a must, then we can move on to what's the action plan. In order to in order to execute your in order to execute your um your outcome, what are the things that need to get done? What are the things you need to do? What are the things you need to do? Like for my health, I've got a list of probably 12 things. Um, 12 things that list from hydration, my diet, my sleep, um, you know, my body alignment stuff, grounding, um, breathing, obviously my exercise, um, getting some sunlight, especially on my belly, um, even foot rolling, oil pulling, uh, tongue scraping, all these different things, right? I've got all these different things that help my body become fit and healthy. So I'm consistently feeding my body with what it needs and then removing what, what no longer needs. So I'm always doing those things. What are the things that you will add into that you need to do that need to follow through with to reach your outcome? With your family or intimate relationship, there are things you need to do. There are probably some things you need to put on the calendar, you know, to call your mom, call your friends, uh, organize a date, hang out, you know, help them with X, Y, and Z, um, whatever it is. What needs to happen? What needs to happen? This is really important because then you can start asking yourself some more resourceful questions. Like, for example, with my health, I've got a list of you know 12 different things, but I know I've got a top three. You might have something similar, top three or four that you know that's the 20% leading to 80% of the results. 20% of your activities leading to 80% of your results. The Pareto principle. You, there's a small amount of activities that are going to lead to a huge, a huge proportion, a huge percentage of the outcome. You've got this with your health, relationships, business, finances, all those different things. So you may write down your list as 12, but if your day, something unexpected happens, your day goes crazy, your calendar gets flipped upside down and something happens outside your control unexpectedly, you know, hey, as long as I follow through these three things, I'll, meet, I'll most likely meet my outcome. Make sense? So although for my health, I've got 12 things and I'll do that every day, my meditation, you know, I'll wake up, I'll do my hydration, my tongue scraping, I'll, I'll move my body, I'll stretch, I'll do my meditation, I'll go out into the sun, I'll do my breathing, I'll ground at some point. Like I'll do all these different things, right? I'll sleep well, I'll eat well. But if for whatever reason, I might be traveling, I might have unexpected calls, I might have something pop up in my life that I didn't plan for and I can't do all of those things, I might know, hey, I've got my top three. As long as I hydrate, eat well, and move my body, I know I'm, I know I'm going to be okay health-wise. Make sense? Or you might have a top four. 
as we all know, hey, if I eat, if I hydrate, I'm drinking good quality water, or good high quality food, I'm eating well, I'm moving my body and exercising regularly, and I'm sleeping properly. Is that not the small amount of activity leads to a huge amount of the outcome? Right? The tongue scraping, the foot rolling, the oil pulling. Yes, that's also on my list, but it's not as important as, hey, hydrate, eat well, sleep well, move your body. So I've got my big list, but I've also got asterisks on the on the small percent of activities that lead to a huge amount of the result. Make sense? In your business, you've got, you've got similar things. You've got admin tasks, content, client calls. You've got all these different things within your business. But hey, if your outcome is to have more clients and create the biggest impact possible, what's going to matter most? It's probably going to be, hey, get on the phone with people. Hey, offer something. Hey, serve your current clients, right? Serve the current clients you have to the best of your ability. Get on calls with those who might be interested. Offer something. What matters least? You know, maybe content creation. Maybe messaging your VA or sending this email, right? Updating the colors of your website. They probably matter least. Then, hey, get on a call with your current client. Make sure they're moving forward. So you can understand here, even from the, the couple of areas of importance that you have right now, if you have an outcome, if you've got a strong reason why, and you've got the li a list of activities that you know are really important, you start to become more clear. Once you have that, you can control your calendar. You can grab those activities, put them on the online calendar. Show of hands, who here has an online calendar? Show of hands, who here puts the things, puts some things on your online calendar? Show of hands, who puts the things on their online calendar and follows through? You can start controlling your calendar. You can put some things on the calendar that matter most, that are outcome focused, that drive an internal motivation so you know why you're doing it. You become more outcome focused so you know what is most important. And my guess is if, if you're doing what matters most, you're motivated and resourceful with doing that you're probably going to achieve more by doing less and therefore have more time on your calendar to do things that are probably fun. That are more purposeful to do with more play, to do with more relaxation. And what I'm excited about most is once you have all of this, you can actually leverage your time and be creative and resourceful with what you do. Like, so for example, what I love doing is socializing. I love networking. I love having fun. I love being fit and active. I love nature. I love all those things. Hence why I'm starting to take up golf. It's all those things in one. Correct. It's definitely fun. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, you know, social. I can network. I'm out in nature. I'm getting more sun, more fresh air. I'm being more fit. I'm doing all these things in one. What are some of the things you can do 
that combine these things. Can you, you know, can you be fit and healthy with your family and all go for a walk? You're spending time with your family while being fit. Right? Can you organize a networking group near you doing something that's fun for you? So you get to meet new people and socialize and network while also doing something you love. What can you leverage where you combine the areas of importance that matter most? How can you combine them? Make sense? Hey, part of the reason why I do these calls, one, I find them fun. Two, gives value to the serving circle. Three, creates content, because I'm going to be putting this on the YouTube channel and the podcast, right? There's, it's, it's multiple things that matter most to me. You guys get a lot of value, right? I would hope so. You guys stay active and engaged and you're getting a lot of value and um, you know, it just, it means a lot to me to pass on these, this sort of information. I just find it fun. I do this all day. So what are some things you can do to combine your areas of importance where you can leverage your time, be more outcome focused? What's some creative things you can do? I think they're all the slides I have, but does anyone have any ideas they want to run by us? Or does anyone want to share their area of importance? Renee, what you got for us? Oh, I was just going to say, <clears throat> go on a marketing cruise. If you like cruising and you like people and you like to do market your business and you like to help other people with their business. So I'm going on the marketing cruise. Uh, this is the 18th year they've had this. And this is my first marketing cruise, my 67th cruise in, as a whole. And um, so there's the other one coming up next year, 2025. It's a marketing cruise uh, 2025. So just oh. go to that and, and you'll see. Captain Lou is a person who's doing it. And I learned about this through Event Raptor with Steve and Jenny um, Erickson. Yeah. They're on their way from Oslo right now on their way to Miami. And so oh. I'll be leaving on Friday. So that's, I love cruising. I love people. I love eating great food and talking about our businesses and helping others. And we're all, as a collective, we all eat together. We all network together. We're going to mastermind in Miami when we get back. And then I go on another cruise on the 24th. So I'm sitting in Miami. I'll be gone for six weeks from my home. So, but still it's, it's part of it. We'll be on land and then I'm launching my, my next book too. So I just want to share that with everybody. If you just Google something, what, what Tyson said, and I love playing golf too. It is about, it is about socializing when you're playing golf. It's about skill and learning about the people who you're with when you're playing golf as a foursome. And then there's a 19th hole, the 19th hole where you, you sit, you drink and, and you have a great dinner and you commiserate about how you did on the 18 holes or 36 or whatever you're playing. So that, that and skiing, I love skiing too and yeah. playing tennis. So anyways, I said, I'm complete. Thanks so much. Thank you. Yeah. It's just doing those fun things where you get to, you know, tick off those other areas of importance. If you're going on a cruise, if you're hiking, if you're doing something fun, you get to have fun, meet people, you know, feel energized, exercise, all those different things. Ken. Uh, for the exercise, something that's gained a lot of uh, notice lately is rucking. So basically just walking or hiking um, with a weighted vest, which really, really compounds benefits, especially things like bone density, cardiovascular conditioning, um, balance and stability as we age. You know, one of the biggest things that kills people over 60 is falling. And it's not even the fall, it's the inability, like, being bedridden afterwards as you heal. Um, so they've just found that that just 10 pound weighted vests, they, they sell them. They're not that expensive and you just go for a walk or a hike and um, it's super, super helpful. Beautiful. Thanks, Ken. Hey, we'll need to wrap it up in a minute because we've got the uh, collaborative call starting in five minutes. 
but hopefully this has helped. I want you to be creative and resourceful with listing out some other areas of importance. You might have four or five uh, for each personal and professional. And if you have this, I have this on a big document. Um, I create a Word document and I review it every day. It's my mission, things that matter most to me, any reminders that I need. Um, but then I also list, I have these areas of importance. I have the area of importance. I have the vision and the mission. I have why it's so important to me. I have all the, the activities that need to be done. I have what, what uh, I need to prioritize in that list. So that at the start of every week, probably on a, uh, I'd call it my Sunday sit down. I sit down on a Sunday evening and I look at my week ahead. I'm like, am I doing what matters most to me? From a conscious, heartfelt, honest, purposeful place, am I doing what matters most to me? Am I being creative? Am I being resourceful? Am I being fun? Am I prioritizing rest as well as uh, as well as work? Like, am I am I doing things that feel expansive for me? And I can live that place very consciously, and I think you guys can do the same. So, if you were to write down four or five uh, areas of importance for personal and professional. Um, if you've got your list of why and you've got your action plan, schedule it. Schedule it. Um, make sure you're following through and just see what happens on the other side. Just see what happens. And then be creative and resourceful with what you can leverage. You leverage your activities, leverage your time, leverage your, your, um, your energy. If you can do that for 2024 and stick with it, I think you'll achieve some some pretty special things. I'll put the uh, that's the link to the collaborative call. It starts in four minutes. If you guys want to jump on, and obviously do some networking and kick off twenty twenty four with some uh, you know meeting some cool people and collaborating to all grow our businesses. If you've got any ideas, feedback for me as Denise did for future calls, then let me know. If you want to run one of these calls and deliver some value, uh, shoot me a personal message and I'll see you guys on the collaborative call and in the serving circle. Thank you all for being here. I'll see you next time. Okay. Thank you all. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.